Hey guys, welcome to Unpitchable, a podcast about fake sequels and mashups based on real movies. I'm Nick Kagey. I'm David Johnson. And I'm Tim Catania. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Welcome to that. We haven't recorded one in a while, it feels like. It's the first podcast of the new year. We had to go into hiding because yeah. celebrities <laughs> yeah. were dying everywhere. We, we were worried for our lives. We are, we are at, at the most H-list celebrities, <laughs> but you never know. 2016 rears its head. It could, yeah. it could just take it you out at any moment. It was the straws at the end there. <laughs> so uh, we were talking before we started about the Betty White thing, David. What was the, that whole uh, yeah, deal? Yeah, so the last few days of 2016, some intrepid fans on GoFundMe started a, or, or not on GoFundMe, but some intrepid fans of Betty White's started a GoFundMe page to raise $10,000 to pay 2016 not to kill Betty White. <laughs> um, yeah. Were they successful? Do we know? I, oh, yeah. yeah. They not, only, not only did they raise money, but they like tripled their money, and they donated it to I was, charity. I was going to say, I, think, I would awesome. assume they donated it, yeah, to... Um, she's big into animals, so they might donate it to the ASPCA or something. Yeah. I heard they donated it to the Mariah Carey Fund. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's gotta cool. keep so, gotta keep her alive. Gotta yeah, we it's need to. Paid, she just paid it Mariah forward. Carey that's what they too. did. They just paid it forward to another celebrity. They tripled the money, and 2016 still thought about it. That's the scary <laughs> thing. 2016 was such a loose cannon. 2016 took George Michael. Who's that? That's uh, the what? guy who did Careless Whisper. Uh, Wham. And I was just kidding. Oh, okay. I just had to get. Okay. I had to get one in. Okay. <laughs> you scared me. Yeah, I was like, wait, you don't know Careless Whisper? 2016 already won. He made him forget George Michael. <laughs> he erased him from history. <laughs> so no, uh, we were talking about what would be like. So what is the? What do we think 2017 is going to do this year? Who do we think like needs to be protected? And who do who do we place bets on dying this year? And why? Well, I think it's safe to say that it's Nick Cannon's year to die. Yeah, you know yeah. that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he's been doing pretty well actually. So, you know, he's hitting that road where it'd just be a tragedy. That's right. Uh, what, and that's that's what makes him most likely. That's why Charlie Sheen has been alive as long as he has, because it, was, yeah. it would never be a tragedy. Well, he kept, yeah, everyone would celebrate, and that's not what 2016 <laughs> wanted. I was thinking Robert Downey Jr. might bite the bullet this year, guys. Oh, my gosh. That that I don't awful. want it to happen. Have to stop. I don't Get want it to happen, but I'm thinking it might happen. Gosh, man, you're ruining 2017 <laughs> for me already. <laughs> I don't want it to happen. Just the just the thought of Robert Downey Jr. dying breaks my heart. That's really yeah, why I Hugh Jackman was like, "I'm gonna do one more Wolverine, and that's it. <laughs> I can't do anymore. I've got to get out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is all will die." Uh. No, uh, so yeah, that's that's my that's my guess this year, and I think he needs protection. I don't care what we have to do. I'll sacrifice Mickey Rourke or something. Is he alive? He is alive, actually. We sure? Well, is he, though? <laughs> the real question is, is he actually? <laughs> well, the machines keep him alive. Yeah. Um, and by machines, I mean nanobots. I'm not, I'm not trying to make this like a religious thing, but I think it might be the year Joel Olstein dies, too. Uh, it's possible. Do you think that maybe it's like he can't take the pressure of smiling so much anymore? What? That's exactly what I was going with. I'm so glad <laughs> but, you can read my The great mind. thing about him is he'll actually still somehow write a great bestseller book about why it's okay to die. Yeah. <laughs> so Dying with purpose. The Joel Osteen <laughs> story. Your best uh, death now. The purpose-driven yeah. <laughs> afterlife. <laughs> the purpose-driven afterlife? That's real dumb. That's, pretty, yeah. that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> I would have actually like, read the crap out of the Purpose Driven after- Afterlife. I know that's not him <laughs> who wrote that, but it's how was, to be a good uh, ghost? Who was it? Was it? It was Rick, Rick Warren. Rick Warren. Yeah. You know, how to how to be a ghost? Everybody with the best gives team. you at graduation. You get that book like yep. seven times. Yeah. <laughs> that book is like more doorstops than it is read because people have so many copies of it. Yeah. Well, so that's you know you got to make your million somehow, and he did it. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. I can't think of anybody else that hope. I mean, Kevin James will live. He's resilient. He rolls up like an armadillo live. whenever death comes to his door. And you he's know, so this protected. could be... Paul Walker died, what was it, like two years ago? This could be the year that we go ahead and we see Vin Diesel die. Well, the, the problem with that is if Paul Walker lived a life of, like, action movie, basically, in real life. Like, the way he went out was, like, the way he acted on the screen. Vin Diesel, between movies, just eats nachos and plays Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> Like, I think he is the safest out of he, every he, celebrity. He dares death to take him in between movies. He's just like... <laughs> I think Pauly Shore is going to be really dead, and the search SEO is going to be really screwed up because he made that short that movie called Pauly Shore movie. is Dead. Yeah, and so, like, no one's going to know Pauly Shore is dead for a really long time until they do the... Wasn't he in ex- the extremely goofy movie? Oh, yeah, for yes, sure. he was. Yeah, until he they was do the... Just a regular goofy movie as well. Really? I So I watched yeah. Extreme Goofy Movie the other day with Judah... I was like, that has to be Pauly Shore. Otherwise, it's someone who sounds just like him. You guys, yes. you guys want to do movies before we digress into talking about extremely goof, extreme goofy movie and how I'm pretty sure that that is the uh, I am Sam of Disney movies. Yeah, <laughs> it's so sad. Goofy special needs and like it's pretty it's pretty heroic how he takes care of Max all these years. You know? Yeah, Goofy. I, the original one was so much better than the second one. Yeah, though. the X Games are in the second one. Yeah, but yeah, the first but... one. But they had like rip off Michael Jackson in the first one. Oh. I was gonna say in the first one they eat tomato soup that uh, they eat spaghettios off a cigarette lighter. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. My wife actually <laughs> and, and mentioned Bigfoot that. Is That's in where it. she like, learned you could heat up a can of uh, a can of food with a lighter. That's where she learned that. She told me that yesterday. I'm not joking. I'm glad you brought that up. That's true. Yeah, Life David lessons from Disney. David sent me a YouTube link that was the whole scene of them trying to catch Bigfoot, and so it's like three minutes of them catching Bigfoot, and then at the end, I don't know how it all plays together, but John Cena pops up and they play yeah. the John Cena theme song. But it's the yeah. slowest build possible. It's so great. It's like I, 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 yeah. I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch this. And there was no, someone just said, that's the greatest clip ever. And I was like, it's just like, I watched about 22 minutes of it. And then I was like, okay, I've seen this. And I stopped it. And then I read all the comments on Reddit and I was like, nobody gave it away. I was like, why does everyone upvote this? So I went back and watched it again. (laughs) It's great. It was was just like uh, totally unexpected. It's great. It's so stupid. Only only like 50% of the audience made it through that for sure. Like that's the part that got me. Because I I had turned it on and said, nah. And then David sent it to me again. I was like, all right, I'll watch it. (laughs) Stupid. That's fair. Good times. So anyway, you guys want to do movies? Movies. Movies. All right. um, Nick. So... I'm just not even. I'm not even gonna do anything. My movie is a mashup between Heavyweights and Castaway, and it's Heavy Castaways. <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> you said it was terrible, and that's heavy actually pretty okay. Is. No, that's um, funny. I I have a little bit of direction, but I bet if you guys give it a second, you'll come up with the same thing so, I have. So, so I actually just watched Heavyweights like a night ago with Megan. Yeah, and, it's on uh, Netflix. It's so good. That movie's real dumb. Uh, so I think that like what happens is Tony Perkins gets his revenge when they go on a uh, fat camp cruise, uh huh, and he crashes it into an <laughs> island so he can shape them into the people he wants them to be without any authority stopping him. <laughs> Center national waters. 
<laughs> Anything could happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're all skinny winners. <laughs> uh, so yeah, my direction is uh, almost pretty much the same. So the idea is that um, Tony Perkins gets a second chance to. This isn't far from the original. Like this isn't like in Trump's America or anything. The idea is that this like takes place in the '90s, and he gets all a right. second chance to really whip him into shape. And so he takes them all on a cruise. And the trick is that he nails them on an island. And it happens to be the same island that Tom Hanks was on. And if you look at Tom Hanks' movie, it also takes place in the late 90s. According uh. to there. And so, voila. Yeah, um, I think that... And you have castaways. There's like, there is one very quick ending, though, unfortunately, to uh, Tom the castaway if you do that. Those kids eat Tom Hanks. What oh, are you see, talking I about? So, I was going to say, that's that how... Tom Hanks that's my, how Tom my Hanks like derivative survives. idea was that Tom Hanks just hunts them down one by one. <laughs> yeah, that's how he survived. Fresh all years. meat, Wilson. <laughs> um, just to just to add, uh, Kyle Baker showed up at my house this last weekend and had some friends with him, and he was talking about our podcast. And he basically just explained that our podcast is us just taking movies and ma- having the main characters kill each other off. That is very is, true. Uh, that's very accurate. So, um, <laughs> so now I've just kind of given my direction awful will so just kill people off so i like the idea of having tom hanks there but what if tony perkins is the tom hanks character and the reason why i say that is because it'd be very funny to watch tony perkins hunt down and murder these kids i mean that's you know that's a go-to we already killed tony perkins by blobbing him into the sun this is the alternate universe where <laughs> yeah, he gets his revenge alternate. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. I'm fine with that. But David, you need to come up with a way that they all get on a cruise ship together and end up on the island that Tony Perkins is at. Okay. Well, yeah. Our trajectory. He didn't actually go into the sun. Our trajectory was bit off, and he just landed <laughs> on a on a Caribbean island somewhere. We, we did murder all the kids in Hunger Games, though. Style. So we might actually <laughs> we have to go ahead and relaunch the franchise. This is like the uh, Ninja Turtles a relaunch. Reboot. It's a sea boot. A, a sequel boot. reboot. Uh-huh. Um, we only take sure. the parts we liked. <laughs> so I uh, think that uh, I think that it's like a reunion. Like uh, maybe it's like it's it's still the '90s. So maybe it's like five years after camp. They're still kind of like kids. They're they're yeah, like they're yeah. fat. teens. Yeah, they're fat teenagers. And uh, they're like seeing where everybody's at, how they're doing, it's like a like a uh, wellness kind of checkup uh, slash cruise <laughs> get together. And yeah. uh, it's a ten year uh, anniversary reunion. Yeah. And they're like trying to see, hey, you know, you guys are the, the people who came to the camp for 10 years straight. Like, what weight did you lose? And they lost none. Except for uh, the guy who plays Josh got real skinny in real life. So yeah, he did. He might have to method act like uh, Christian Bale and put some pounds <laughs> on. Because I'm not going to accept the skinny Josh. It's, un- it's unacceptable. Mm. Uh, but he, <laughs> so yeah, maybe they just like, it's a 10 year reunion cruise. And they get on there and they're rewarding themselves for all, for all losing a cumulative one pound. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, I like it. I like it. We, we did it. We lost. We lost the weight. We lost a weight. Um, so, so, so they. So I think maybe Tony Perkins hijacks the cruise. Can oh, we just go ahead and it's say a the lost the, thing? The maybe na- it's like lost, and he has some sort of magnet that can pull planes <laughs> down. Okay. <laughs> the, so like, the, name was, this, uh, the name of this. The name of this cruise line is definitely Carnivore Cruise. Carnivore <laughs> Cruise is pretty good. Um, all right so he's got the magnet that can pull ships and planes down and so like when they get there there's just it's just littered with planes is what you're saying (laughs) well yeah i just was really looking for a reason that he's able to um 
pull them in. Somehow. Thanks to my uncle, the Magnet King. <laughs> <laughs> Papa bought me this magnet. <laughs> he didn't know I had nefarious purposes in mind. Lars! <laughs> Fire the magnet! Um, <laughs> Lars is his Wilson. It's just Lars's head on a crab shell. <laughs> oh my god. No, he did, it's just like a perfectly sculpted Lars or painted Lars over a sock. Out of ball. a pineapple. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> yes. All three. Um, yes. He's crazy. Who cares? So I think that Tony Perkins has put on a little weight. I think that's important. Um, yes. So that when he loses the weight on the island and he gets real buff, it's like, oh, the island did this to him. <laughs> he's not stranded is what we're saying i guess so never mind he it's not it's not actually like an island anywhere it's like a in mississippi it's not it was like it was confusing it was a river cruise boat and they crashed <laughs> they're, just, mississippi. Yeah, they're not they could, actually far from land on a sandbar the they could be they could be safe at any point but that's just a real far swim guys that's Let's really far honest, like <laughs> they thought that their first idea was to um murder one of the the british kid and use his body to float across with, but they just didn't have it in them. Like, they're not going to swim. That's crazy. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so they crash land. Kill him? So they crash land, and I think that, uh, you know, the first night, nothing happens. They're just chilling on the beach. They're a little hungry, but, you know, the cruise ship probably had some food, so they're, like, cooking stuff Wait, over a do fire. do they know that Tony's there? Or no. They... I think, okay. it, they know I think it's, like... I think it's just like they're like, well, this sucks. Someone will come find us soon, probably. You know, they shot a signal flare or whatever. They're like, it'll happen. So the middle of the night, kids just start disappearing. You you lose you lose the British kid. You lose mm-hmm. the big kid who doesn't talk very much in the movie. Sims. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. Sims. Sims gets like beheaded, and you're like, what happened? He's losing the weight, no matter what, <laughs> no matter the cost. That's what Tony Perkins' whole thing is. He's like, you will be successful in losing weight, even if that means I have to cut you in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Perkins went crazy. Um, he's also really good with a machete. Uh, he was pretty zen, sure. right? He did. He did all those back handsprings. Sure, yep. he did. I yep. can't do any of those. He's obviously better at martial arts than me. <laughs> and also, he hung over a chasm, but that was weird. <laughs> so, so they get on the island, and uh, he's he's just like menacing them basically the first night. So they're terrified. Uh-huh. So I think Josh and uh, what was the main kid's name? Jerry. 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 Josh and Jerry have to rally the troops. They're like, well, you know, there's more of us Josh than him. Josh and Jerry sounds like an ice cream brand. It really does. It's Maybe almost. they do have an ice cream brand. That's canon, Nick. Um, All right, done deal. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they were doing. They were trying to sell their ice cream band brand to all these people on this cruise. So they're they're trying to band the troops together, right? Right. All right. So how do you first off, what what do you do? To stop Tony Perkins. I mean, he's a killing machine. Well, I think the first thing we have to decide here is, what does Tony do to let them know he's there, though? Like, because, like, he's got to make some sort of statement so that they know it's him. Maybe otherwise, it, it could just be, like, a giant polar bear. He murders Sims, and he in writes in his blood, and he writes in yep. the blood, I'm a skinny winner on it. <laughs> <laughs> and and he leaves him okay. laying there like you know, where they could see like b- the blood on a stone like rock face or something right. and they're like oh god it's tony what if what if the way that all right so like here's how they um here's how we make make it interesting is what if tony's like hunting him down and killing him and and then like they're not gonna fight back because they're cowards but what if um <laughs> 
what if what if instead they figure out that he won't kill any of them as long as he thinks he's on camera and they make like it's obviously not a camera <laughs> coconut but, cameras but yeah it's just like tony's just like baked out of his mind he's like sun poisoned he doesn't know that that's yeah. not a camera so they make like ramshackle like bamboo cameras and like oh hey uncle tony just we're shooting our uh our new infomercial and he's just like like well, you know doesn't kill he he won't kill them when he's on camera yeah so that's like how they get their reprieve in order to finally take him out okay so here's my thought i got a little bit of direction if you're lost sure if, if i can ahead. interrupt okay so what if i guess the best way to explain this is what if on the island tony perkins does start murdering people like we talk about but also we find out it's like somebody else is murdering people and it's throwing tony off because he knows who he murders and so as other people keep being murdered he's confused because he doesn't remember murdering them hmm. and you find out that it's actually the crew of kids actually murdering one of their own every night just to mess with tony's head that would be terrible <laughs> We're, they're so depraved at this point that they're murdering their own to screw with tony they're leaving well, him messages to, in fat kid yeah, blood so <laughs> they you know he took out the kid who the british kid right so yep. now they take out the, the the really fat kid who doesn't talk um they take out the who's the camp leader who like was everybody's friend pat pat so they murder pat just because he's old and his life doesn't really matter anyway oh no Um, wait pat he no pat has like a sacrifice of like heroic proportions that's the only thing that makes sense for pat maybe wait they'll kill kill, uh i have i have some ideas all right so the skin Tim dies. Yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Tim totally dies. But I really love the idea of them murdering their own just to keep the idea of just, messing with Tony. Just Perkins. keep Tony on edge. That's the only way. What if uh what if Tony has, is murdering them by like making them do weight loss stuff? So like he's jamming slim fast bars down their throat. And they're well, like wait, they're wait, finding wait, them. Wait, wait. I just remember this is a movie, so Keenan has to die first. We've messed what? this whole thing up. <laughs> Keenan <laughs> Keenan. Kaden, we couldn't get him back. Let's just say that. <laughs> That's for sure. He's just doing things a little more important than heavyweights. All uh, right. Uh, <laughs> so I think what happens is, all right, so it all culminates. A bunch of people die. They're, you know, they maybe they murder some of their own because uh, Tim was annoying the crap out of them, as Tim's do. And, uh, I love Paul Feig. He was hilarious in that, uh. in that movie. And, and so maybe the end scene is like, Tony Perkins is... I, maybe he sets off the volcano on this Mississippi island. All right, <laughs> I, I know that that doesn't make any sense, but it needs to happen for this to make sense. Uh, and Pat, yes. Pat is like only one of us can survive. It's him and Jerry. Josh died previously by putting too many Twinkies on his pizza. That's how he went out. Um, and so, <laughs> okay. so Pat is like getting the getting the getting the coconut golf cart. We always end up with okay. a coconut golf cart when we talk Castaway. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> but and then he and then he pushes him. Uh, okay. Like Pat does in the the heavyweights movie. Um, okay. And he, or maybe Josh is like, "It's your turn, Pat," because Pat's legs are broken or something. <laughs> and he pushes Pat around, and he's like, "I feel like I'm flying." And uh, what he doesn't know is that Josh's legs are slowly getting burned off by the lava. <laughs> he's like, "You're doing great, Pat." And then uh, <laughs> maybe he launches um, Pat off a ramp, and he lands on mainland. Uh-huh. And the authorities get Tony Perkins again. So, like, he goes and he reports it, and he only lives because of Josh's sacrifice. I, I like it. Fair. I like it. I think that's, like, cyclical from the first one, you know? Kind of... Yeah. Josh Josh is Josh lives. He's just critically burned from the waist, waist down. <laughs> He's a lot lighter. All right. 
So if Tony Perkins is off the island, does anybody know that they're on the island? Or is that the end? Like, they're all stranded on the island. No, Pat, Pat's off the island and survives. And he goes okay. and gets the authorities. And then they swim the 30 feet to the island. <laughs> okay. And they, uh, they're they like, where did this volcano get here? They, also, They wade across. <laughs> hey, um, real they quick. Used the, they note, used the land bridge. <laughs> just, to, just to really burn it in for us a little. Uh, side note, the guy who plays Jerry, his name is Aaron Schwartz. Uh-huh. And he's 35. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about that right now. I don't but feel right, good go about on. it. I feel old. <laughs> I know. I feel really old knowing that. This that's uh, that's ridiculous. Josh is like forty something. The guy who played Josh. I looked it up. Yeah, when we were also, watching he it. also looks like he has AIDS. He's super thin. Mm. Uh, Josh Burn Burnham and the guy's name was Sean Weiss. Man, Here, I'll send you. I'll send you guys a picture. You'll appreciate it. <laughs> All right. I think uh, I think that deserves a thirty second pitch. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, 30 second pitch is that <clears throat> the heavyweights crew goes on a cruise in the middle of the Mississippi. Sure. And, mm-hmm. uh, they get, <laughs> they get on a, uh, they get pulled into a sandbar, which happens to have Tony Perkins and, uh, chaos ensues and Tony <laughs> Perkins starts to murder a few of them to make a statement. And then they start murdering their own to make tony even more crazy and um i really forget how that ends but i trust that you guys pat all the way pat survives the most important survives and brings in the authorities also uh love machines playing during the end credits oh yeah (laughs) Uh, i still feel like this should end with some sort of like contest like a go-kart contest well it was a contest for your life i mean no they they use a bumper boat contest to get off the island somehow i don't know how but let's just add that in yeah um, they'll fix it in post don't worry about it someone will take care of it for us that's what the writers are for (laughs) we we Uh, give them this gold and they chip away at it till it's pure you know that's like that's all i don't know how gold (laughs) works um that's not how gold works uh so all right so you guys want to do recommends yeah nick i feel like you got a good one I do. Um, I can't really spoil too much because I know you guys haven't seen it. Uh, I actually have two recommends, and I'll be real quick because one of them I can't talk about. So the first one is Rogue One. I went and saw it uh, right before Christmas, and it was super good. And I'll be honest, I went in expecting crap. And I will just say that my my favorite part about this is that there was a solid beginning, a solid middle, and a solid end. Hmm. Um, And it ties into Star Wars and a really good and creative and kind of almost predictable way once you start it and that actually is kind of somewhat satisfying because we've really lived in kind of a i would say this weird time of movies where everything always has a weird twist at the end yeah um and i'm not saying that there's not any twist in this but i am just saying it's nice sometimes to have something predictable yeah um and it was just good it just felt like there were some nods to some of the other movies and like it just felt the whole thing felt really good um, that's good to and hear then the second thing the second recommends i had is um i went and saw passengers last night oh yeah, yeah. how was with, it um yeah so that was really good chris pratt uh, shows his butt at least three times so if you're into that oh you cool. can go you can go Nick's, find that Nick's chris pratt butt watch 2017 <laughs> yeah chris pratt butt watch <laughs> but that movie was really good and the, the, the there was a twist at the end of that as well okay but um, I would say the best part of that entire movie is um, Lawrence Fishburne just shows up out of nowhere. And, um, All right. It's great. I I'm not spoiling anything with it, but it, it was just like, you don't see that in the trailer, so it's confusing. Hmm. The and, spaceship uh, is Lawrence Fishburne. He's been <laughs> all along. <laughs> but I mean, it's your, it's your, it's kind of like your general lost in space movie. It was really good. It wasn't like, 
over-sexualized and there wasn't like a lot of weirdness. It was actually just like it, everything was made a solid sense. two hours yeah. of Chris Pratt's butt. And then like <laughs> yeah, a different, a different. Actually, that, the weird thing is that was the most that was you never saw his face the whole film. <laughs> yes, he like he actually draws. Yeah, he, actually, uh, he pulled like um, the guys from MTV who one of them got a tattoo on his butt uh, of his face. Uh, Steve-O, yeah, that's what the movie is. Is it's Chris Pratt running backwards with <laughs> yeah. a tattoo of his okay. own face on his butt? But it's very okay. tastefully done. That's the thing. It's tasteful, yeah. It's very tasteful. Okay. Do you remember the Ace Ventura scene where he talks through his butt? <laughs> Lord. I was going to say, is it just that? Did he just kind of snap and go into an Ace Ventura kick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that exactly so. happened. They're like, please stop, Chris. I'm an artist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I definitely, I definitely recommend going to see Rogue One in theaters. Uh, you could probably do without passengers in theaters, but it was good. It was worthy. I got to see it for free, so it didn't matter. Huh, that's cool. All right, David, you got something? I do. It's an oldie, but a goodie. Have you guys seen Tropic Thunder? Yes. Yes. Okay, I I watched that recently, and uh, I just forgot how great that movie is. I love that movie. Um, So if you haven't seen Tropic Thunder, you should watch it. It's pretty, uh, on on a note of, uh, you know, funny Ben Stiller movies. That one is like, I wish Ben Stiller made more dumb movies Weird movies, yeah. Yeah. He was on a kick with Dodgeball and that. Right. I I wish Robert Downey Jr. would have made more dumb movies like that. Yeah, that's true. Before 2017 took him, I know. I know. <laughs> In the future, when we look back on this, it's going to be so depressing. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's that's my quick short recommends, and I'll follow it up with uh, another short one. I've been playing some Mafia 3. Uh, yeah. I got it for Christmas. It's really fun. Um, it's basically like a... Uh, I've, I've heard other people on podcasts say so you use the term pulpy revenge story. It definitely feels like it's like almost like a Quentin Tarantino like flick. Huh. Like... You're just you're this guy that uh, comes back from the Vietnam War and and tries to uh, help help your kind of um, not biological family but like foster family um, out and some stuff goes wrong and he decides he's gonna get revenge on the mobsters hmm. that uh, that made it happen and it's basically just uh, it's set set in like a fictional Louisiana and basically uh, what I've been doing so far is just sprinting around and tackling people and stabbing them in the face. <laughs> Uh, All right, well. And I don't really know if you're supposed to play it that way. It seems like it's a, it seems a little broken, but I kind of like it um, in, in that way. And yeah. uh, uh, just if, if you're curious, uh, you can, in fact, feed a uh, disposable body by throwing it in the swamp and letting the alligators eat it. So uh, of that course. was the first that's thing what, I did That's that basically game. all people in Louisiana do, as far as I know. <laughs> Uh, I heard it's got a pretty good documentary style yeah, uh, storytelling. So, yeah, the way too. they the way they frame this whole thing is like it opens up with like um, like a film crew interviewing like these different people talking about your character, um, hmm. and they're obviously in the future saying you know everything's past tense, and then it jumps like whenever you start playing, kind of jumps back and goes into what they were referencing, and hmm. and uh, it does that. You know that's how they move the the overall plot along. That's cool. Um, that it's through awesome. the documentary style. It's really cool. Yeah, I, when I heard that, I was I was pretty interested in that kind of storytelling in a game because that's a, you know usually it's you live in the moment. Yeah, so that's really yeah. interesting. It's cool. Uh, you should check it yeah. out. I I will. So uh, I want to recommend. This is like the surprise gift of the of our Christmas. We got an Echo Dot, which like it's this cool little disc that basically from Amazon that you can you know talk to and have it play music for you and 
you know, tell you the, what the weather's going to be like and the temperature and just ask questions and stop fights, basically. There's been a few <laughs> times where like, Alexa, what, what's the capital of, uh, you know, or whatever. And we'll just <laughs> what's go, the capital what's, of Alabama? What's the capital of Alabama? <laughs> exactly. And uh, we'll, you know, do that. It's pretty cool. So anyway, it works really well. I can recommend it. But if you say, hey, Alexa, please play the Unpitchable podcast, it does not work. <laughs> uh it pulled up uh it pulled up um Lincoln impeachment speeches. Okay. I did, I was like, okay. I said unpitchable uh, okay. podcast, but all right. And then the next one it did was um oh man, what was it? It it just couldn't get it right. It kept bringing up like the most ridiculous crap I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh well no, what was it? Listen Have to, you listened to our podcast? Listen listen to recent Pitbull. And I was like, please no. <laughs> Alexa, I was like, Alexa, stop. Stop. Anyway, it's cool. It works most of the time unless you're looking for our podcast. So uh, you should you should get one. They're neat. Does it have does the dot have a speaker on it as well? Like, it has a speaker, but you can't play music through it. So you okay. have to connect it to an external I bet the gotcha. sound that's, volume. That's what bad. I was trying to figure out was what kind of the difference was between that and the Yeah, echo. we have a little record player, tape player, C D player thing in our kitchen area, our dining room. <laughs> And we cool. just put it on we top of that. Player. Pretty cool. much, dude. It plays all of that. Um, so we it has an auxiliary end, so we just hooked it to that. It's neat. You should, you should try cool. it. Word. Yell at Alexa. It's so fun. I spent the first two like two hours of having it just yelling at her. She she responds. It's great. Uh, so I anyway, like, I guess we should do what? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna no. say I feel like uh, the dot is perfectly like made to also just like they need to release a, a Roomba where you can just screw that onto the top of the Roomba, and that way it just. <laughs> Travels your house. <laughs> no, it's it's like the perfect shape to be an impromptu hockey puck, though. Yeah. It's yeah, like the perfect definitely. shape and size. It's amazing. So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, I guess we should do movies. Um, movies. I think Tim. I'm up. Uh, so, got? my movie... I have a few movies, and I couldn't decide what I wanted to do. So, I'm just going to go with the one that I think is the dumbest off my list, instead of going with the one that could potentially be the best. Uh, and I have... Uh, have you guys seen Guardians of the Galaxy? I have. Of course. This is uh, Gallagher's of the Galaxy. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> I don't know what you do with that other than that. Um, maybe it's it's Gallagher and his brother Gallagher too. Hmm, Did okay. you know that he has yep. a brother? So anyway, I just yeah, wanted to does. read that one very badly. Hey, um, David, go ahead and come up with direction for that. You got this. Okay. David. Um, well, they gotta get all of the Infinity Melons. I'm, I'm, I'm right. I mean, down. you kind of already did it for us. Like the the main villain of Guardians of the Galaxy has a giant hammer. Can we just address that? <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just recast Guardians of the Galaxy, and you're done. Like <laughs> you made it. <laughs> That's all Inf- I got. Infinity Melon has to be the title of this episode because <laughs> it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Okay, that I was got. worse. That was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I thought that was so funny, but it's just really stupid. The Infinity Melons, yeah, and they have to resist the urge not to destroy them with their mallets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they can only do it if they all do it swing at one time. Um, I don't know. I was thinking you could have like a scene where Gallagher one and Gallagher two and Gallagher three, their long lost brother, and Gallagher four, the guy who's just in, uh, imitating them. They have to break out of prison. Okay. Uh, you know, right. I, I, I think that most of that involves mallets. Um, <laughs> once, you blow up, once you blow up a prisoner's head with a mallet, like at that point. Um, it gets real. It gets real. Everyone just listens and does what you, what, what you want. 
It was a lot easier than Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, also, I think that uh, all of the Gallaghers are super ripped in this. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen Gallagher. He wears rainbow suspenders, and he's very skinny. I think yep. that they bulk up for this film like Chris Pratt did. Okay. I like uh, it. <laughs> okay. That's important. I mean, you know, if they if they want to go on to make Gallagher passengers, then they really need to <laughs> kind of get the... <laughs> Get that, get that right. Uh, <laughs> I don't have anything for this other than that. Maybe uh, the only note I wrote down was that maybe Kramer is the villain. The guy who plays Kramer, the guy who plays Kramer is the villain. I feel like Daryl's <laughs> name is Richard. Michael Richards. Michael Richards. Michael Richards you. feels like the opposite of uh, Gallagher. I don't know why yeah, he just sure. does. <laughs> okay, so maybe they blow sure. his head up with a mallet. Uh, you guys want a different movie? <laughs> yeah. What else? What else? What other garbage fire that I do you can have? Laugh at more. What What other kind of garbage fire do you have? Okay, um, I have, um, you guys want us to go back to Old Faithful, Fast and the Furious? Go for it. We I always do. Fa- I have Fatone and the Furious, like Joey Fatone. From, Joey Fatone. Uh, Fat One and the Furious. <laughs> Fat One and the Furious. And I, what I was thinking was, maybe he, like, you know, the dregs, the leftovers of his fortune. Uh, he was in NSYNC, wasn't he? Uh, yes. The, the leftovers of his NSYNC fortune. He pays a studio to recreate the first Fast and the Furious, but they blue screen him into Vin Diesel's parts. So you like, can still see Vin Diesel behind it. Oh yeah, That's, for sure. Yeah, no, okay. he only had right. like two thousand dollars left over from the recording contract that he <laughs> did with uh, NSYNC, and so I think that yeah, it's it's mostly just him trying to be say cool lines like Vin Diesel but failing miserably. Also he's wearing a lot of jean dad jean shorts. Okay. That's 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 a that's a Joey Fatone thing, right? Hey Tim, what uh what are some cool but not cool lines <laughs> um that you can think of? I can't say? think of a well he lives he lives his life one quarter pounder at a time. Oh man, that was exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Cuz he's fat. Um that's that's it. That's all I got. Let's see. David, you got anything? Um, no. Okay. Uh, what about, <laughs> I see, I wrote down a few so that I, cause I knew none of these were good. What about, um, dude, where's my czar? And it's like, dude, where's my <laughs> car? Except for Ashton Kutcher and the other dude that I can't remember his name. Sean have to William take, Scott. Maybe they both get like secret service jobs for some czar. And they're trying okay. to find out what, the, what happened to him when they brought him out on a night yeah, drinking or they, something. They lose a, a Russian diplomat. I gotcha. Also, I haven't seen dude, where's my car? So, David, I'm really going to need you to you come in on this one. You haven't seen Dude, Where's My Car? I haven't. I have not seen it. And I know well, you know it everything about up. it. It doesn't hold up. Just FYI. Don't ever watch just it. say it was uh, The Hangover before The Hangover was The Hangover. That makes sense. I know the premise, yeah. basically. But, like, David... David, did you just say no to me? I'm right. No, I said yeah. Oh. <laughs> David, so so what what would happen in Dude, Where's My Czar? Um, okay, so they would uh, definitely... <laughs> All right, let me think. They wake I have up. Correction: If David doesn't, yeah, they wake up and in the in the original one, and they go, dude. They, just, they it literally is the Hangover. They just go out and they're like, dude, where's your car? So I would assume that they maybe show up to work at the you know Russian consulate the next day, and they go in <laughs> to get their morning briefing, and 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 then it just starts from there. There's nobody behind the desk, <laughs> and it's oh, just, no. it's definitely at least five minutes of dude. Where's your czar? Where's your czar, dude? Cause okay. That, yep. That was that was <laughs> five minutes tattoos? of that film. I remember that from the previews. Yeah, they get yes, tattoos to say "dude" do. and "sweet." What did the tattoo say? Tattoo say? I can't remember. Dude. The tartu. and sweet. We're calling them from now on. We're calling them all tartoos. Tartoos. Uh, that's what's a planet. Tartoo sounds uh, like a droid. It's probably a planet Star in Wars. Star Wars, right? Klaatu uh, Varata Nictu. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <stupid>. um, <laughs> uh, 
Okay, sure. Yeah, so yeah, they they say dude and sweet. That's what okay. the tattoo That's what the tattoo say? Sweet. Yeah. What yeah. they what they say in reference to the czar? Like what could you add on to dude and what could you add on to sweet that they would get confused by? Sweet caviar. <laughs> what? Um, I don't know. Caviar, it's a Russian thing. Is it? Yeah, for Vodka's sure. Vodka's Russian. That that yeah. I know. Caviar is definitely Russian too. Okay. Is czar um, Russian? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. Few, Man, this is a, a good things. this is a good movie. So anyway, um <laughs> He's maybe maybe they like there's aliens Zoltan I remember Zoltan Zoltan yeah I forgot about that Zoltan and they're a blind kid maybe uh there is yeah but I also think you might be mixing that up with no that's Dumb uh, and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber yeah there's also a blind kid in Dumb and Dumber yes uh so do so so maybe they they wake up the czar's gone they don't know what happened they're retracing their steps they're checking their text messages they're trying to figure out what happened turns out he's been kidnapped. And so it's Ashton Kutcher and this guy trying to break in and save him. And that movie's over, right? I can agree with that. I'll, yep, that's it. Um, I'm going to put that dog down. I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and read off this real good one. Uh, Grand Tostino. <laughs> I, I, I like it. I have nothing <laughs> other than that because I haven't seen it. I've never but seen it. I felt, I felt like Grand Tostino is like a really good tie-in for pizza rolls. So, you know, that's just it. I just, you know, want to put that out there if they're listening. We can make this happen. I could watch Gran Torino for you and then make a movie about it. If you would like. <laughs> and then build an entire marketing campaign around it. I didn't actually read the synopsis of Gran Torino, but I imagine it's just, um, what's his name? Old old, old guy. Uh, Clint Eastwood. His name is Clint Eastwood. Pe- Clint Pepperoni Eastwood. Eastwood. <laughs> oh, his middle name is actually Pizza Roll, so it all ties in some <laughs> way. But um, <laughs> that's all I got. There, you guys got all my movies. I actually have one more, but I don't know if we want to like do it. Kill us. Um, all right, let's see. Um, I have Mort- Martin Short Circuit. Have I read that one to you guys yet? <laughs> no, but please tell me more. I have nothing for that one. He just um, suffers a mental break. It's a really sad documentary, actually. <laughs> Martin Short just losing it. <laughs> just losing it. Also, he thinks he's a robot. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, I'm for it. I think that we could probably do something with this. Maybe. How about the Little Mermatrix? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All right. I like it. I'll take it. The Red Fork or the Blue why. Fork, David? What? The Red Fork or the Blue Fork? That's just she has to take. Fork or the blue See, fork. I was going to go with the red crab or the blue crab. Yeah, there's either red way. And blue crabs. Yeah, I was going to say the crab is the natural. Uh, there is uh, no fork. Maybe would be <laughs> what that line should have been. I like uh, I like the Little Mermatrix. Um, it's not good by any means. Well, no. So the thought on the Little Matrix is she wakes up and she's underwater and she's confused and. Um, as she's like meeting all these sea animals that are like talking to her and stuff, one of them convinces her that she can live on land. She just has to free her mind, and then she gets her mind freed, but she dies on land. And mm-hmm. that's it. That's the, end. that's the end. I have like ten more, but I think I'll save them. <laughs> save them for when I don't have a good one next time. So, right. uh, and I'll just dump that list because they're all terrible. But anyway, yeah. So thirty second pitch is. This weird, like, grindhouse-style, just vignette movies about about weird crap, about losing a czar, 
and Gallagher's in it for some reason, so you know it's going to be good. And it all ends uh, at your eventual suicide if you sat through all of these. Yep. That's the pitch. That's the grind grind pitch. The grind pitch grind, movies. Yeah. Pitch house. Pitch house. Pitch house award. Okay. <laughs> so, David, <laughs> t- David, um, save, save, the de- save the day. <laughs> Jesus, please. Well, I have a double header, a double all feature. Right. You guys, I'm going to give you both the titles. And you tell me which one you want to talk about first. Okay. Madagascar face. <laughs> or, <laughs> or or Madagascars. All right. Uh, let's go with Madagascar face. Okay, that one is courtesy of Tim. And then Madagascars is, is, is my That's, a, that's a David original. And also, like um, the way I feel about Madagascars before we move on is... I said this today. So David like was like we we talked about what movie we had or if he had a movie and he he you know I sent him Madagascar face and he said Madagascar's and the only thing I could think of is them taking that uh the lion who who's played by Ben Stiller well, this is a Ben Stiller heavy episode um yeah. and smashing him into a Play-Doh car shape like a Play-Doh machine yeah and it's just I, this yeah, terrifying I, I, scene of him becoming a car yeah I think I think the only the only thing to say about Madagascar's is it's just it's someone somewhere. Maybe a horrible zoo that they are like uh, in a country that is not known for their great zoos, uh, smashing these animals into horrific car shapes, and that's how they have to live <laughs> out their so lives. Freaking terrifying! Uh, <laughs> that is actually pretty terrifying. Yeah, it's it's a it's a body horror film. It's real creepy. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Madagascar face. Okay, <laughs> I just can't even take this title seriously. So Go stupid. on. Uh, so, so, you know, I think the, op- I think, uh, so the opening is, um, someone narrating. All right. And then, uh, they definitely get to the point where it's say hello to my little friend. And that's when they introduce Madagascar face. And it's definitely the tiniest of the lemurs from that movie. It's the, <laughs> okay. it's the one with the giant eyes. It's real adorable. It's that one. He's yeah. actually a horrible, horrible, ruthless drug Lord, drug Lord. And he, uh, of yeah. the jungle. I think what drug? What drug? We we gotta create a new drug. It's been a while. Yeah, maybe King Julian. What, what are they doing in the jungle? They're they're selling infinity melons. Uh, <laughs> maybe King Julian is like a drug lord there, and the upstarts from the zoo in New York who get stranded on the island mm-hmm. are uh, are Scarface basically, or one of okay. them. Is Scarface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're trying to muscle in. So I just imagine the lion from Madagascar dressed up like Scarface with a machine gun. Okay, you know, played by Ben Stiller. Okay. And he's like mowing down woodland creatures uh, <laughs> behind behind a uh, behind a stack of uh, uh, infinity melons or whatever infinity. our drug of choice is. I like it. infinity what, what, melons. I mean, at well, this I mean, point, what else? What else could they do? Uh, co- coconut cane? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Stupid. I literally. I, <laughs> I, it's on my list to watch, but I haven't watched Madagascar, but okay. I can assume it's about animals who just are crazy. The basic premise is they, they think they're like getting shipped somewhere else, and the plane or boat messes up, and they end up on this island. And King Julian is the little lemur dude who can, runs everything on the island. And he likes to move it. Move they want to get back. Man, this yeah. makes more That's, sense than it should. It does He's talking make, about He does product. like to move it. He loves, he loves to move product. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I think that he... Uh, <laughs> I think that he um, is uh, unfortunately uh, like that. That whole movie is is kind of hard to watch just from the perspective of being an adult. But that the whole oh, thing yeah. is they're trying to get back to New York. So maybe they wanted okay. to sell this drug in order to charter a plane to get back to New York. There you go. Uh, um, there's also penguins that are basically secret agents. I don't know if that has anything like to do with this, but that's in the movie. Maybe they're Very, just like assassins. 
I yeah, don't know. I, okay. I think so. They're like their it. hit squad. So let's just make up names for them because we don't remember their names, and then uh, have them do th- do things uh, on the well, island. The lion is Benjamin. Okay. So I don't, uh, I'm sure there's a flamingo or an ostrich, and there's a Ollie. There's Ollie. a giraffe. There's a giraffe that's like neurotic. I don't remember. Uh, okay, we're gonna call him Todd Swimmer. Uh, we're just gonna call him who it was. It was David Swimmer. <laughs> David Swimmer okay. the giraffe. David Swimmer in a giraffe. Yes. Uh, there's a hippo. <laughs> And uh-huh. a zebra, and the zebra is played by Chris Rock. Chris Rock. So uh, Chris Crack Rock. Sound, is his Chris name. I don't. I don't want this to sound bad, but my first guess was Eddie Murphy because usually horses, like horse Eddie, slash zebra he, cartoons, he are was black people. Well, wait, Eddie, oh. you're limiting Eddie Murphy's versatility because he was a dragon in Mulan. Wait, okay? I don't know. Maybe Chris Rock wasn't the zebra. I'm pretty was sure he, he was. <laughs> no, but was it Chris Rock also in Racing Stripes? I have to. Yes, oh no! Now, now, we, now we are getting too deep into the Chris Rock lore. You don't want to mess up, mess with you know, Chris Rock. This Rockians. is just what Chris Rock. No, wants. Frankie Munoz was. In a while, and was he just wants us to talk about him on air. Yeah. Okay. He was I'm in uh, that uh, Bill Murray Christmas special. Bill Murray kidnaps him. I don't know if you guys watched that. I didn't watch that because the ratings that. for that show were so low. Oh, it was it was super it was dumb, but it's really funny when he kidnaps Chris Rock because he's trying to do a live show. And he doesn't have anybody to perform because they're snowed in. But Chris Rock ends up at the hotel because he's like trying to walk back to his apartment or something. And he kidnaps him and makes him sing on stage with him. And it's very funny. The lights go out at the end of the song and he just disappears. It's that part's pretty funny, actually. But the rest of it's kind of like eh, it's just Bill Murray being an idiot, <clears throat> which you would expect. I mean, so anyway, Madagascar face. I think, Madagascar I, think we should, face. I think we should transition to Madagascar's and give it a chance. Um. And on, only only to say that, uh, what kind of race would some flesh giraffe car possibly succeed in? That's just really what I wanted to talk about. The race of life. <laughs> the circle of life. It's yeah. the it's the it's the the, uh, the Indy five hundred track circle of life. <laughs> he got pushed into the wall and he burst into like just blood and <laughs> blood mist and guts. It's terrible. <laughs> they earn hearted him. It was terrible. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then some, some like one of the key people in the crowds like makes a joke about like, well, uh, I earned this heart and he's holding up the giraffe's heart. And he's like, <laughs> classy humor. <laughs> anyway, um, if we could talk about giraffes getting destroyed in car accidents. <laughs> I mean, I just have this image of like in real life, giraffes can run as fast as cars, and we have an issue with them being on the interstate because <laughs> they don't <laughs> signal. And so I was just thinking about like people just like, oh yeah, now you hear what happened to Jim? Yeah, his car's total. What happened? Yeah, he sideswiped a giraffe by accident. He t-boned a giraffe. Have you ever seen the video of the elephant like just sitting on the car? No, but that would be no. terrible. That would be awful. Oh, I'll, have to, I'll have to find that. Instead. Just Google elephant <laughs> elephant car, car we'll sitting. It. I'm sure that we yeah. can find it. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's really like a disturbing video because the people in the car you can tell are just like, well, my insurance isn't going to cover. This. <laughs> yeah, how do you how does that call go, Jake? Uh, listen, um, I uh, there's an I elephant an sitting elephant. on my car, and then and he hangs up, and you're like, shoot, all right, got to approach that different. And it's probably like six or seven calls before you get anybody to actually listen to you. <laughs> that's a bad. That's a bad thing. Is that an act of God? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't uh, think so. That doesn't count. God gave us free will, which means it's an act of an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh man. Well, David, I think both of those are good. 
I think they're. And done. I got nothing from Madagascar Face anymore. We got we got what we needed out of them, which was not much. I think that that's fair. I think that the thirty second pitch should really just be that the lion, who I'm going to call Leo Clifford Clifford Lion, uh, <laughs> is just mowing down, um, it, these woodland creatures with a machine gun and saying, "So say hello to my little friend." And mm-hmm. uh, his his little friend is, of course, the smallest of the lemurs, and he's got a murderous blood rage. Yep, that's it. That's the it. thirty second pitch. I mean, that would we could probably sell that. Sci-fi. Someone out there would buy it. Sci fi would buy that. Sci fi would definitely buy that. Their standards sci-fi are so be... low that like we don't we didn't know it this whole time, but we have an account that they've been paying money to. Our kids are going to college. Oh, killer animals! Did I tell you guys about the TV show Zoo? No, no. Where uh, all the animals are um, like learning how to actually think like beyond like think like humans and they're like they're actively killing humans <laughs> that sounds it's a show that is movie? on tv it is not on sci-fi the either the rise of the planet of the apes or maybe it's the yeah but like if lions decided they just wanted to end you do they talk i don't i haven't gotten that far in it because it's real bad but i watched I the first episode would, for sure. i love this idea and i would like <laughs> to go it's ahead it's called zoo you need to check it who, out who do i send money to in order to be a part <laughs> of this like that's where i'm at on this that's awesome <laughs> I guess yeah, that's it. Dumb. Is that it? That's it, guys. We did it. So uh, I guess we have an announcement. Um, I'm pitchable. The uh, <clears throat> FCC or F- yeah, FCC called us up, and the MPAA said, uh, you know, you guys can't keep taking our movies and uh, twisting them to your dark purposes and making uh, literal change on them since at a time. And so... <laughs> No, um, but for for real, uh, Unpitchable has been really fun, and we are going to go on and do some different stuff. Um, so not this episode, but the next episode will be the final episode the for final, Unpitchable. So we're pitch. in the final pitch. Yeah. So we're going to do some fun stuff on that, but I just wanted to give you a heads up. We will update this feed with anything any of us are working on, you know, just like a short little audio. So keep subscribing. You can get updates from us, and, uh, you know, anything that we do will uh pop up on there you know any side thing or not necessarily just podcast but anything that any of us decide to work on we can go ahead and update so you can follow us and uh we'll we'll give you more information next week on you know how to follow us on twitter if you want to follow us individually yeah um and that kind of stuff but anyway just wanted to announce that before we before we closed off here so the next week will be the final episode episode 52 the uh Yep, it's the one year of podcast. Exactly a year of podcasting, which I think is a pretty good accomplishment. I'm I'm pretty proud of what we've done and the schedule that we've stuck to, the rigorous and sometimes stressful and hard schedule that we've stuck to of releasing on time every single week for a whole year. Um, assuming we get fifty two out on time. <laughs> um but anyway. We're gonna do it. Yes. So listen, tune in next week for a very special episode where David has to explain why he's holding drugs for his friend. Uh, mm-hmm. And also it's the last episode. So, so anyway, um, if you like the show, even though we are on our last legs, I think you should go rate, subscribe and review. Let us know what you think. Um, hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. Shoot us messages. We'd love to hear if you've uh, had a good time with this podcast or any stories. And if you have anything that you like wanted to share us to share on the air, about you know like this podcast or anything like that send it to us to the email and we might consider reading it and if you have any movies that you've been sitting on this is your chance word because i don't we we actually we do have a final movie for this um podcast from john catania right yeah yeah we do um david 
Yeah, you, I got it you, right here. You got it. So, David, go ahead. It is Barack to the future. Obama visits <laughs> Trump's America in the future. Barack to the future. That is fantastic. That is really That's good. That's a good one. I think that, like, that is what happens when um, he retires and they reveal mm-hmm. to him that, like, there's this, this is program going on. Or maybe, like, in his last month of being president, they revealed to him that he'd been, like, searching for it. He'd asked his his aides to find the time travel program so he could go try to write the last election. Joe Biden shows up in a DeLorean. <laughs> Can I just say that my it's favorite the part of this, my favorite part of 2016 were the Joe Biden memes. Yeah, they were pretty good. So good. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that him and Joe Biden go back in time, and uh, I think you know that 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 whole movie is just about them trying to stop Donald Trump from becoming president. But what they find out is that uh, no matter what they do, he is president, and it's the only future that the world doesn't explode. It's like one of those weird, like, oh, that's a twist. Like, he is the president we needed for some reason. He's the only one who could arm wrestle Vladimir Putin. He's the only one. <laughs> his hair his hair holds the strength like Samson. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's sci-fi. It'll be fine. We'll fix it in post again. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I guess that's it. So, hey, until next time, I'm Nick Kagan. I'm David Johnson. I'm Tim Catania. Get pitched to Dodge Ryan and put a shirt on that dog. Um. Oh man, I lost my train of thought. Sorry, guys. Uh, podcast it. over. Podcast You're fired. over. It's over. Uh, no, what the heck was I going to say? It doesn't matter. Um, Coconut cameras and there was uh, something about fit fat guys. I don't know. It doesn't matter. In um, little coats. So, and then, <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> sorry. You're fired. You're off the podcast. I know it. Um, okay. <laughs>